Brothers and sisters, my name is Brother Richards. I am thrilled that you are in this course. It is an independent study class. The topic obviously is emotional wellness, a doctrinal approach. In this class, I am going to be your guide. I pray for you. I hope that whatever circumstance you're in, that through this class, through the study of these doctrines and principles, that you can feel closer to your Father in heaven. Um, I know that he lives. I know that he loves you, no matter what circumstance you're in. I also know that sometimes things happen in our lives that uh, prevent us from truly feeling God's love and his goodness and his guidance. And as we study these principles, I just hope and pray that some of those layers that have been peeled upon your, your heart and soul and mind can, can be broken through and that you can truly feel that burst of light come into your life and feel a closeness to heaven like you've never felt before. I know it can happen. I know it can take some time, but I know that through the atonement of our Savior Jesus Christ, miracles can happen. And I hope that you can see a miracle in your life this semester. Uh, my background is I've been teaching seminary and institutes uh, since 1996, and I love it. Oh, do I love it. Um, I'm a father. I've got four children. Um, two are in college. Two are in those uh, high school years. And it's been a fun journey uh, being a professional religious educator for the last uh, however many years that is. Um, I love it. Um, I, uh, I love uh, sports. I love uh, my family. I love to cook and entertain. I'm a little bit nerdy. I love my iPhone. <laughs> I love ice cream. And I love chocolate more than most women do. <laughs> so that's a little bit about me. Let's begin our study today. And um, there's a few principles that I want to solidify. They'll, they'll be the foundation of this course on emotional wellness. Uh, first of all, I want you to picture or, or think of different things. Picture a person sleeping with socks on. Picture two hunters carrying a dead deer. Uh, picture a roll of toilet paper where the paper is folded over the front of the roll of toilet paper. <laughs> picture pineapple on pizza. Picture President Trump. Picture President Biden. <laughs> now, if you are like me and most other people, you have a little emotional response to at least one or two of those events and circumstances. Okay. <laughs> There's a lot of debate. There is an idea that I'd like to present to you. It's the idea that you and I look through the world through a window that I call a belief window. And this was kind of coined uh, by the Franklin um, Institute years ago. And I remember how being introduced to this back in the early 1990s, and it has resonated with me, and I subscribe to it wholeheartedly, that our view, our perspective is seen through this window. And on this window, we have different principles or beliefs through which we interpret our world. Uh, my background, my undergrad was in sociology. There's a German uh, term called Weltschenstrang, where we literally interpret the world through different beliefs or symbols or interactions or ideas. Um, you might have a belief on your belief window that uh, toilet paper should always hang over the front and you might get frustrated when uh, your roommates or your spouse might hang the toilet paper uh, as it cascades behind the roll. <laughs> you might have a belief on your belief window that pineapple does not belong on pizza. And there's some debates about that, obviously. You might have a belief on your belief window that it's un-American to sleep with socks on, or that Trump is the worst president ever. 
or that hunting is a great sport. We have different beliefs on our belief windows and we interpret our world through those different beliefs. It literally is a lens through which we view the world. Please understand this. Circumstances are simply a series of events. We have beliefs and those beliefs are how we interpret our circumstances. Circumstances are just facts. They're neutral. They're just events that have happened. But our beliefs are how we interpret those developments in our lives. Feelings and emotions, those are created through our beliefs and thoughts. Feelings and emotions are not created by the actual circumstances. So let's say a person is uh, afraid of dogs. <laughs> the circumstance is there are dogs in this world. <laughs> beliefs are how we interpret that fact, right? They might believe through the belief window that dogs are mean, dogs are cruel, dogs are vicious. Feelings and emotions come through those thoughts. So again, if you take uh, two people walking down the road, one of them has a heightened uh, fear of dogs, they'll both see the dog. And one person might feel very neutral about the dog because the circumstance is that's just a dog. Their belief is, well, there's a dog. Dogs are fine. The other, the companion, will see that dog and have a, a physiological response to it because they have a belief on their belief window that dogs are mean and cruel. In other words, all of our experiences, they've got to be processed through our brain before the experience, before we experience any emotional response whatsoever. In other words, um, when you see a fact, right, it's a fact, it's neutral, it's black, it's white, period. The feelings and emotions come as we interpret or assign value or emotion to that fact. I love what Aristotle said. He said, it is the mark of an educated mind to be able to entertain a thought without accepting it. In other words, as we live our lives, if we, as we have different circumstances presented to us, whether it be the death of a loved one or a divorce or a diagnosis of a disease, those are facts. As we interpret those facts, as we entertain those thoughts, we then have the, the blessing to assign an emotion to them. Again, Aristotle, it is the mark of an educated man to be able to entertain a thought without accepting it. In other words, the emotion that we put behind our facts, our circumstances, are up to us. Now, I say that very carefully because I know some of you have, uh, have been dealt some pretty harsh circumstances in your life, and you've developed some pretty strong beliefs about your circumstances, and as a result, you have some pretty strong feelings about your circumstances. This course is hopefully going to help you learn to uh, deal with those thoughts and those feelings and your circumstances. The, the basis of this course is going to be on a statement made by Boyd K. Packer years ago. He was one of our apostles. He passed away about five, uh, well, 2015, five or six years ago. He said, true doctrine understood changes attitude and behavior. Again, true doctrine understood changes attitude and behavior. 
Brothers and sisters, I'm here to witness. As you and I understand true doctrines, true gospel principles, it will change us. It will change the belief on our belief windows, and it will change the way that we feel about our circumstances. I am excited for this course. Here are some of the topics we're going to tackle this, uh, this semester. We're going to talk about relationships, repentance. Again, we have beliefs through our belief window that interpret our feelings about relationships, repentance, gratitude, uh, anxiety and depression, trials, forgiving other people, our self-worth, hope, the word of wisdom, personal revelation. We're going to talk about media limits, comparison, you know, how we compare each, uh, ourselves to other people. We'll talk about fubbing. Uh, we're going to talk about talents. We're going to talk about scrupulosity and how sometimes we have that, that obsessive compulsive disorder about how we live the gospel, perfectionism. We're going to talk about how to, how to deal with church history and doctrine and practices that might seem a little bit troublesome to us. It's going to be a wonderful, wonderful course. I invite you um, to return as often as time permits. Um, these are little segments. Uh, they'll be five to eight minutes in length, just giving you some ideas on how to better handle your world. As you try to find wellness with your emotions, your thoughts, your feelings, I testify that the doctrines and principles that we explore will be a great tool and a great asset to you. Now, if you have friends or roommates, family members that are having a tough time, can I invite you to invite them? There'll be some truths that might be life-changing for not only them, but for those that you love. Invite them to come on this journey and uh, strengthen relationships. Um, I testify that the gospel is so good. It is so good. And I testify that heal, uh, that wellness and healing can come as we internalize those true doctrines, as we seek out, obviously, some, some medical professionals along the way, if, if needs be. But through it all, as we maintain our faith in our Savior, Jesus Christ, he really is the ultimate healer. And he, as we understand him and his nature, can bring healing to our lives. I testify of that in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen.